Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenys Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. All right, this week's show, what are you using your story for? Now, this is one of those things that a lot I would say that we're taught actually to tell stories, to give our reasons and justifications for not choosing uh, something or doing something. And really all of those are limitations. And I wanna read to you from the Access Consciousness Foundation Manual. So something we talk about right in the, you know, the core class of foundation. And this is, this is just to me the, the, the most important piece. The story is always the justification for why somebody does or does not do something. It is not real. It is not true. It is just the story that justifies the action they take and the reactions they create. So what you want to look at for yourself, if you want to look at this sort of stuff, I assume if you're watching this or listening to this, you do. Uh, So what are you using the stories for? What are you telling the stories for? And even the other way around, what are you buying the stories for? Maybe you have friends or family members that uh, are constantly telling you stories and you're buying them as real. Like, oh yeah, you know what? They can't choose beyond that addiction because, or they can't uh, do more around the house because, or they're like that because, or again, for yourself too. I mean, they go all different ways. I can't because. And those stories are what we buy, whether we're telling them or buying them, like they become real to us. We make them so significant. We make them the, well, the reason and the justification for not choosing greater, for not choosing more. And that is where we get stuck and then we get frustrated because we're stuck and then we try to figure out why we're stuck. (laughs) But really, it's the story that you've told yourself. So right now, as you're listening to this, like, think of something that you really would like to have change or to be better or to be different. Like just one thing, one thing that maybe has been going on for a while. That's a lot of energy on that, my sweet friends. <laughs> so just just bring that thing to mind. It might be a money thing. It might be a body thing. It might be a relationship thing. Like whatever it is, just bring that to mind. <laughs> my goodness. Okay. Now, being really honest with you, what is the story that you're telling? What is the story you're telling about that? Yeah, and it can be something as simple as I can't because. I can't because I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not tall enough, I'm too tall, I'm too heavy, I'm too light, I'm female, I'm male, I'm a mushroom. You know, because we often tell ourselves, well, I'm a mushroom, so I can't do that. (laughs) Wow. 
<laughs> oh, sometimes the things that just come into my head, but you get the idea of what I'm talking about. We come into these limitations and, well, we don't come into them. We choose them. We choose them. So look at that for yourself. And, and, and what is it? What, what came up for you with that? What are those stories you're telling yourself? And what could you do and be if you didn't tell those stories? Yeah. Because stories are never, ever real. It's never, ever true. Now, you might have the experience. You might be able to say to me, but Glenice, listen, I have tried to change this 10 different th times and it never changed. And it's because of, it's like, no, all of that is an, basically an invention, something that you've created, you've put together, you've uh, decided <laughs> that this is the way it is. And then we do this really funny thing where we prove ourselves right. I know. We prove ourselves right. So we prove that that limitation, that story is right. See, I tried it again and I couldn't because. So maybe you have, um, maybe you would like to be a public speaker. Maybe you'd like to go speaking on stages around the world. And you've tried it a couple times and it didn't work. You didn't get the result you wanted. You felt really horrible while you were doing it. Uh, maybe you couldn't even get on stage because you were so anxious. Like, so you go, no, look, I can't because I can't because I'm afraid. I can't because I can't, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart. Enough. Like all of those things, those are just inventions to ensure that you don't actually choose what you'd like to choose. And here's another little tidbit especially when I'm talking about, uh, you know, speaking, public speaking in, in particular, I think, they did, <laughs> I think they did a study once and they said that more people were afraid of public speaking than dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's up there. Uh, but if you look at that, like a lot of times when you have that energy, that, that what you would call fear or anxiety, it's actually excitement. I know you don't want to hear it. I get it. And it's often actually excitement. Whew. And you can just ask yourself, you know, so truth, am I excited? Truth, am I scared? 99% of the time it's going to be excited. If it does read for you, if you, you get the awareness that it is that you are actually afraid, what you want to do is destroy and uncreate everywhere you're distracting yourself. Because what occurs is that you will never have, um, like you'll never have the, you'll never have anything that you're afraid of. As an infinite being, there's nothing we'd be afraid of. And so we're either excited and we're misidentifying it, or we are actually just distracting ourselves with it. So you want to be so aware of that so that when you're going to do something, when you're going to make a choice, when you're, when you're stepping further than maybe you've ever chose to step before, when that energy comes up, just check in. Hey, am I afraid? Am I excited? And again, most times it'll be excited and then you can actually go forward with it because there's no story in that, right? You're just excited, like woohoo. 
But if you're scared, often I'm scared because, and now we're going back to the story again. And remember, I'm going to read it again. The story is always the justification for why somebody does or does not do something. It's not real. It's not true. It's just the story that justifies the actions that they take and the reactions that they create. And that's right from the foundation manual, guys. To me, this is one of the hugest things that when I actually got it, so many of you know that I've been uh, studying the tools of access consciousness since um, 2011. So that's been, gosh, many years. Can't do math right now, apparently. Nine, eight, I don't, many years. <laughs> wow. Uh, and, and so this one was so huge because I never realized how many, well, I never realized what the story was doing. I, I realized how many stories I was telling. I realized that I had lots of becauses in my world. What I never ever acknowledged was what it was actually doing. So when I go in and I tell that story, what is it doing? It's limiting me. It's making me right. It's proving that I don't have to choose greater. It's, it's all of this limitation stuff. And again, as I said earlier, we're taught to do this right from the beginning. Why, you know, when people say to a young kid, like, you know, maybe they just threw a marker at their sibling's face or something. Well, why did you do that? Well, I did that because blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they just chose to throw the marker. I mean, <laughs> but we start justifying, we start making up stories, then we start buying the stories, then we start telling the stories. Now, here's the thing. If you've listened to my radio show or you've been in classes with me, I actually tell a lot of stories. That's how I facilitate is through story. So there's a difference between the story that you tell to facilitate and the story that you tell to, uh, to limit yourself. And so when I tell a story to facilitate, it's always about how I got to changing it. So that's the difference that if I was just going to go on, uh, you know, a show and talk about how horrible something was <laughs> and why it was so horrible and why I had it so horrible, then that's not the story. Uh, but facilitating through story one, for me, that's how I actually uh, can, I was going to say learn. I'm not sure that's the right word, but that's how I get it. When people tell me uh, tools and examples and stuff and things to change things, if I can hear it in a story, in how they used it, I'm so much more likely to actually go forward with it, which is where, you know, all of that came. And for anybody who doesn't know, I have like over 300 radio shows. Uh, if you have a podcast app, you can go to The Glenny Show. And in June, I just started uh, Tools to Create a Better Life. So those are the two ones that you can search and, and uh, subscribe to and then have all of those 300 plus hours of radio shows and different tools and stories. But again, very different stories. So when you are telling stories, you want to be so aware of that. And if you're willing to be like super duper duper aware, <laughs> you will actually become aware of the thud in your world when you're telling it. It will start to you know, energetically contract, you'll feel heavier, there'll be a denseness, kind of whatever that energy is for you, it'll be that. Because 
stories are never true. They are always inventions. <laughs> and just again, for any of you aren't familiar, as you listen to me talk, you will possibly, maybe not always, but possibly feel shifts and changes energetically. There's so much more energetically that I be than just the words that I share. So just know when I do that sort of stuff, it just means there's a lot of energy that's being processed, a lot of stuff that's going on. You might get a little bit tired. You might start yawning. You might want to turn this off. That's all, all of it's okay. There's no right or wrong with it, but just to recognize there's so much more going on. There's so much more in who we actually be, no matter how we deliver it, it's who we be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's that willingness to be aware of your stories and the stories that you're telling so that you can actually start to shift and change it. You can actually look at what the lie is and what can I choose now? Like what would I like to create? You could also even ask yourself, if I wasn't telling myself a story here, what magic could I be? <laughs> right? If I wasn't telling myself a story here, what magic could I be? If you have the story that you always have to struggle with money, you will prove yourself right. Which is a little bizarre, right? Like, why would you want to prove that you're right to struggle with money? Because we're desperate to be right. So if we get rid of the story, so look at that, whatever that story is that, you know, that when I got you go through that earlier, whatever that story is for you, just ask right now. So if I didn't tell myself a story here, what magic could I be with this? Whew. Yeah, if I didn't tell myself a story here, what magic could I be with this? Hmm. If I didn't tell myself a story here, what magic could I be with this? Yeah. So how often do we tell the stories? You know, maybe we text somebody and they don't text us back and you know, our phones are so smart, they can even tell us when they've read it. So now we know they've read it and they haven't texted us back. So now goes the story. They must hate us, they're mad at us, we should have done whatever, we shouldn't have done what, like we add all of this crazy instead of like, oh, the only thing we know, the only thing that's actually true is we have not received a text from them. We can't even say they haven't texted us back because they could have, you know, with technology nowadays, who knows, maybe it went somewhere else or your system didn't accept it or whatever. The only thing we know for sure is we haven't received a text back from them. That's it. And then you want to look at, okay, what, what am I going into this story for? What is it doing for me? And I'll tell you a little bit of a secret that's possibly what you're doing is that it gives you that place of now I'm right. So whatever the, the point of view under all of that is, maybe you're not valuable, maybe you're not worthy, whatever the crazy beyond, 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 under, 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 that's what you're doing is you're proving yourself right with it. You're telling the story to hold that in place, which, hello. <laughs> Those stories are really an interesting choice to hold that shit in place. So the more that you're honest with you, the more that you acknowledge what the story is and let it go, 
then how much more space would you be? And how much more energy would you have to create? Right? If you're out of the energy, if you're out of the story, if you're out of the crazy, how much more could you actually create? I'll give you a hint. A lot. <laughs> oh. So another aspect with the stories is, again, with the proving of ourselves that we're right, I had, and, and some of you have heard me talk about this before, because this is uh, a story that I've shared many times when, uh, I was, I'm not sure what year, maybe 2013, 2014, and I had uh, talked to my accountant in February of that year. In Canada, we pay taxes in um, April. So I talked to her in February. She gave me an approximate amount that I would need to be paying the government in April. And I believe it was about $2,000. And then uh, she sent out the information. So we picked it up from the mail on, it was, it was a Thursday. And we went out for supper and I just took the mail in with me and we were sitting having supper and opened it up. And my tax bill, instead of being $2,000, was uh, I think 5200 or something like that. And back then that was a lot of money. And they were due in, I believe it was 10 days. And I was sick. I was scared. <laughs> I was freaked out. I was mad. Oh, suddenly it was all her fault. And, and you know, this wouldn't have happened if I would have had a better accountant. Like I had all this stuff and I went on for about half an hour. So hubby and I were sitting there and I was like, rah, and, rah, and mad. And I had all this stuff going on. And what I realized in about, you know, once I did that for a little while, what I realized was if I continue to tell that story, I would not be able to actualize the money. I just knew that for sure. Now, I had started my 10% account. This must have been, maybe it was even 2012. Anyway, I had started my 10% account. So I did actually have that amount of money in my 10% account and I didn't want to use it. I was like, no, that is not, my 10% account is not for taxes. That is for my me money. That's my honoring of me money. So I'm not going to touch it. So what I knew was I needed to get out of story and into question. So I said to hubby, from this moment forward, we do not discuss this. And he's like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> believe me, I'd been going and going and going. And I was like, nope, we're stopping this now. So the reason I remember that it's a it was a Thursday is because the next day was Good Friday. And Good Friday in my world, we go and spend the day with family friends. And there's all of my family comes. I've got a large family, I've got four sisters. They've all got uh, families, my parents, and then other family come. So it's this huge group um, get together. And so I went to this and I knew I couldn't, I, not, I, not that I couldn't tell the story, but I knew if I told the story that I wouldn't create the money magically. Like I knew that I would probably have to use my 10%. And so I was shocked at how much I actually wanted to tell the story. Like it was so interesting to me because we're all sitting together as a group and we're all, you know, visiting and I had a story to tell. I could actually tell them a story because I don't often have, you know, kind of drama, trauma stuff. And this was something they'd all got behind me with and they'd all been mad at my accountant with me. Like I, ha I had it all, man. And I knew if I told it, 
that it would stop the magic that was possible. Now, that's because when I tell the story, what am I doing? I'm reinforcing how horrible it is and how bad it is and how true it is, even though it wasn't. But every time I'm telling it, I'm doing that. And so that's what was required was for me to stop telling that story. And the other thing that I did uh, was once, you know, I said to hubby, okay, we're not having any more conversations about how horrible she is. And I went into question. So anytime it came to mind, what I would ask is, um, what else is possible to create this right away? What magic can I be to create? And again, I think it was just over 3000 additional that I required because I already had the 2000 that she'd originally told me about. So just asking questions like that. So I would just, I would just force myself to do that. When I wanted to play with the story, I would turn it around, play with, nope, turn it around. And then when I was at this family event, same thing is that I wanted to, uh, you know, to do the, like to tell it and to share it and to have everybody agree with me and be mad too. And like all, and I just kept stopping. And in fact, once I had to get up and leave the room <laughs> to stop myself, it was so funny. Um, you know, now it's so funny at the time I was like, man, I am just crazy. Uh, and I'm that too. And <laughs> what I, you know, so then I, I made myself not so that night at six o'clock, and I remember the time because we got into the vehicle to leave. And so this, and I would found out about it about five o'clock the day before. So 25 hours later, six o'clock, got in the car, uh, looked at my phone, which I hadn't looked at all day. And there were two orders in my store and from the same person. And it was for a coaching program that I'd had in my store for probably eight months and nobody had ever bought. <laughs> And she happened to buy two, which the total was just over $3,200. So it was such a gift for me because what I knew then was the magic of not telling the story. Because I knew that if I would have spent, you know, the rest of the evening, the night before complaining and going to how wrong it was and how horrible the accountant was. And the next day if I shared it with everybody, and we'd all went into the drama trauma of it. You can't be magic from that heaviness. You can't be magic from that space. You're stuck in the wrongness of it. You're stuck in the limitation and you're going to prove yourself right. So that's another way to look at the stories that you're telling. Is it so that you can have that be more valuable than the magic that you be the magic that you can actually create? Like what is really going on when it's more valuable to you to tell the story? than it is to actually be the invitation for what you'd like it to be. Yeah. And I tell you what, I mean, every time since then, and that was again, that was a number of years ago that I've wanted to tell the story uh, from that energy of like, I want people to agree with me. Um, is this like, no, I remember that. I, and I remember that moment. I remember turning my phone on and going, Holy shit. Holy shit. What is actually possible when I don't make the story significant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all of those stories that you're making significant in your world, you're just utilizing to stop the magic of you. And ultimately what you're doing is ensuring that you then fit into this reality. 
you'll be just like everybody else. I mean, how many people have problems with your accountants and taxes and, and frustrated with it and how dare the government even want taxes and like all, you know, it's a common story. So I could have used it to fit in. I could have used it to have everybody be, you know, be behind me and help me and, you know, be mad with me. And it's like, no, what I'd like to create on the planet is so much more magic, so much more possibilities. And those are all way beyond story. Possibilities and magic and story, do they can't be in the same room together. Yeah. And so again, this is one of the 10 keys of freedom uh, that we talk about in the foundation class. And, and I've read the kind of the description from you, uh, from the actual manual, because it's such a brilliant, it's such a brilliant key that is truly a key to freedom, like truly a key to freedom. The more that you stop telling the stories, the more magic that you will be. And so for any of you, I always use, you know, hashtag get your butt to foundation. And of course, I've got many coming up around the world. I've got one starting in Sitka, Alaska next week. Oh my gosh. Then right here at our home, it's called the Pool Party Foundation in August. And this is, uh, we live near Edmonton, Alberta. Then off to Denmark, early September then Switzerland, then Lloydminster, Alberta slash Saskatchewan, uh, and then Las Vegas, and then New York City, and Toronto next year. I mean, and there'll be so many more added, but just so you guys know, please get your butt to foundation. And, and if you have been to foundation, yes, re, 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 read, <laughs> reread the foundation manual over and over and over, because uh, there's so much in it. And these, the, the 10 keys to freedom to me are such a huge piece that once we actually start shifting and changing this stuff, when we stop telling the stories, when we start actually being the magic of us, I mean, truly, what else is possible? What else is actually possible? And there's gonna be people who still like to tell the story. Guess what? It is not your job to listen. Now, if, it, if it's gonna create greater, cool. Sometimes people tell the story and then they ask a question uh, you know, to change it, cool, absolutely. But if they're stuck in the story and they just wanna tell the story and they just want you to listen so that you can actually uh, validate their victimhood that you can say, Oh yes, it's, I get it. I get why that would, why you can't choose greater. It may not be so fun for you. Now it's not wrong of them. We don't need to judge them or make them wrong or be mad at them or avoid them or <laughs> block them. We don't have to do any of that. We just got to recognize for ourselves, Hey, what works for me here? What would I like here? And if the person is, you know, maybe a good friend and there's, you know, somebody who is just this really um, kind of in that moment, they're just kind of in that story. Sometimes I'll even say to them, hey, would you like me to continue to listen here? Would you like me to ask you a question? Like what, what would you like me to do here? So it also assists them so that they can go to Oh wow, I'm in the story. And I've actually had friends do that to me. Be like, "Hey, what 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 can I what can I do for you here? Like, do we just keep talking about it? Do you want a question?" And so looking at that also cuz 
there's just that like space of, oh yeah, I actually am in story. So it's like, what else is possible? And how much more of an invitation can we be on the planet if we don't make people or stories wrong? And we know that we actually have choice with them where we can actually choose in that moment what works for us and what's, what's gonna create greater for us. Whew. Yes, yes. And foundation, it's a four day class. Uh, bars is the prerequisite if you haven't taken bars. And foundation, you get a whole bunch of different body processes and different tools and it is just incredibly magical. Uh, I think at this point, I'm not sure how many I've facilitated, maybe a hundred in all these years. It's just, it's just amazing what is actually possible. And how many times have I taken foundation? That's a good question. I actually have to look at that. I often, well, I would say maybe always even, taken Gary and Danes when they rewrite it in, uh, usually it's in the, the like February, March, April-ish. Uh, and then of course, many that I've taken, yes. <sighs> How does it get any better? And truly what else is possible? So if you are willing to be aware of the story and how you can know if it's a story or if it's an awareness is as simple as a question. Truth, is this a story? Truth, is this an awareness? So often we'll have an awareness and then we make a story out of it. So you just wanna kind of piece it apart so that you can be aware of that, but just ask the question. And again, go back to, hey, if I wasn't telling this story, what magic could I be here? What magic could I create here? What else might be possible here? So it starts changing it into really the creation energy instead of often the, the um, like the limitation energy, yeah. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I look forward to chatting with you next week.